everyone. Thanks for joining us on another episode of PA Insights with NCCPA. I'm your host, Jeff Boswell. Today, we're going to tackle two big topics with one special guest. The first topic deals with NCCPA's recently released announcement about using the term board certification when referring to PANTS, PANRI, the PAC credential, and NCCPA certification. The other is explaining where NCCPA currently stands when it comes to the title change the PA profession is undertaking from physician assistant to physician associate. And the one special guest is NCCPA's president and CEO, Don Morton Rias, who really is the best person to give clarity and context to those impactful issues. And we welcome her in now. So thanks so much for carving out some time for the podcast today, Don. Thanks so much, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, it's always great to hear from the president and CEO about topics that are this impactful to the entire profession. So uh, let's just get started right off. You know, I think a good question to start with is why is NCCPA now using the term board certification when describing the certification of PAs? Since the beginning of NCCPA and PANTS and PANRI, the community, PA community, has often referred to PANTS and PANRI as the boards. If you if look on social media, you look in, even in the textbooks and review books that are out there, the external community to NCCPA has always referred to PANTS and PANRI as the boards. The internal community of, of NCCPA has never officially called it the board exam or the boards until we conducted this deep dive into looking at what does it mean to be board certified and what's the difference between board certification for PAs, for physicians, for others. So we took it upon ourselves to take a deep dive and look at the term board certification and what it means in the health professions and to compare that information with how we see at NCCPA, how we see PANTS, PANRI, and the PAC credential and came to the realization that PANTS, PANRI, and the PAC credential and the work that is done to convey NCCPA certification is equivalent to board certification. So in many respects, this may be a long way of saying it, we're actually just correcting something that probably could have been done a long time ago, and that is NCCPA officially calling PANS, PANRI, and the PAC credential board certification. Really, it's another, it's a way that it seems like to me as a layperson that has been used across the medical industry as a, as a trust thing. Come see me, Dr. So-and-so, because I'm board certified, and why should that not also be extended to PAs? That's absolutely correct, Jeff. And, and another way of thinking about it is that one of the hallmarks of a profession is self-regulation, peer regulation, peer review, where you are brought in front of a jury of your colleagues to determine the credibility of your credential, the credibility of your work, and even in cases of, of bad behavior, to determine, well, how bad was that behavior? So being able to have a jury of peers evaluate you and determine that you meet a standard is an important hallmark of board certification. When we look also at what is being measured in board certification, it's knowledge, it's skills, it's clinical acumen, but it's also commitment to a standard of care, commitment to professionalism, and a code of conduct that is above and beyond just being able to pass a test or just you know, checking a box and having completed some CME. It's a compilation of a series of activities, knowledge, skills, and professional behaviors that have been evaluated 
by a jury of peers. And that's where the word board comes in. You know, these are colleagues. And so when you look at the board of directors for NCCPA, this is a group of colleagues who have set the standards for the profession. When you look at all of our practice analyses and uh, assessments that were used for evaluating recent graduates or clinicians' competence throughout the course of their career, it's a jury of peers. So this is something we've taken a, a good hard look at to determine what does board certification mean for NCCPA? How is it similar and maybe different than board certification for other professions as well? I think that that's such a great way to peel back that onion and really define those two words, board and certification. And then again, looking at it across the healthcare landscape and specifically then uh, granularly down to the PA profession. So can you tell us, does this decision in any way change the PAC credential? That's a great question. And no, it does not change the credential. It's basically NCCPA recognizing PANS, PANRI, and the PAC credential as board certification is just a statement of acknowledgement that this represents board certification. So it doesn't change the credential. It doesn't change the acronym. It doesn't change the content of the examination. It doesn't change any of that. I'll be happy to talk about what it's not, because I think that there, it's really important to help people know what NCCPA board certification is, but also what it is not. So NCCPA board certification indicates that PAs have demonstrated knowledge and skills in a generalist capacity. They've earned the generalist PAC credential and they've maintained the generalist PAC credential. So what NCCPA board certification is not is it is not a specialty certification. NCCPA board certification confirms or affirms and documents the generalist nature of our education, of our initial certification, and our maintenance of certification efforts throughout the course of our careers. So it's the generalist credential that has been evaluated and conferred by a board. And so that does reflect upon our CAQ program. As a matter of fact, CAQ stands for Certificate of Added Qualifications. It does not have a certification name connected to it for that very reason, correct? Correct, correct. So our CAQ program recognizes PA's additional knowledge, skills, clinical practice, and abilities in select disciplines above and beyond the generalist PAC credential. So they're two separate, separate things. So we're not saying uh, that it, it is allowable to now say you're board certified in emergency medicine because the board certification really pertains to that generalist knowledge that the credential is rooted in initially. Absolutely. And, and another way to describe that is a PA may indicate in talking with their patient that I am board certified, I am a board certified PA by NCCPA, and that is my generalist credential, I also hold a CAQ in whatever discipline. So we would encourage PAs to separate out what their generalist credential is and what that reflects 
and then what additional knowledge and skills and credentials they have and hold in the, C- in the form of the CAQ if, in fact, they have pursued that. It's also important to note that of 159,000 PAs, fewer than 2,500 to date hold a CAQ. So the CAQ is the exception, not the norm. That is just an additional credential that some PAs have chosen to pursue to document their knowledge and skills in their particular discipline, separate and apart from the generalist PAC credential. So how does this decision impact PAs in practice? Board certification and NCCPA certification are synonymous. They are used interchangeable. And so for many PAs, there will be absolutely no difference. The introduction of the term board to certification will not affect them at all. For other PAs, it helps PAs who are working in certain settings who are asked to complete documents as part of their employment process. As part of the credentialing process, PAs are often asked to complete documents that attest to their acquisition of board certification. Now, oftentimes that paperwork is applicable to a variety of professions. And oftentimes PAs have not known how to answer that because we never officially called it board certification. With this decision, PAs can now answer in the affirmative that, yes, they are board certified by NCCPA. So that's one way that it it may impact PAs uh, in practice. Uh, And that was a fantastic clarification on, again, a very complex and major issue, uh, profession impacting issue. Is there anything else that you want to add about the board certification terminology that maybe we didn't cover? You know, I just want to give a shout out to my profession, to my colleagues, 159,000 PAs that demonstrate their commitment to high standards, their, their commitment to continued learning, demonstration of their knowledge and skills and clinical acumen through the maintenance of their certification. And so shout out to my colleagues who continue and who are very proud of the PAC credential that we work so hard to acquire as PAs and that the profession continues to hold. And so to be able to add the term board certification or board in front of our NCCPA certification, I think just adds to the credibility, the strength, and the documentation of that rigorous process that we all go through and are very, very proud of. Absolutely. I I really congratulate uh, also with you, all the PAs out there for all that hard work for now decades. Well, all of that was uh, some great information when it comes to board certification. But I did say at the top of the uh, segment here that we have two big impactful issues to tackle. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the title change for the PA profession. Uh, NCCPA also sent out an announcement about how we're integrating the new title of the profession into our policies, our documents, and so on. So I wanted to dive into this topic a little more right now. Uh, Could you share with our listeners where NCCPA currently stands on the name change from physician assistant to physician associate? NCCPA is an advocate and ally to this profession. We are very supportive of the continued growth and maturation of the profession and the modernization of practice laws at the state level and support the profession 100%. So I just feel it's really important for everyone to know that, that we are on board with the continued growth and development of the profession. We also recognize and appreciate the work that was done by AAPA to help spearhead the modernization of the title to reflect more accurately 
how PAs are working in the healthcare system today in comparison to in the early days of the profession. So we fully understand the maturation of the profession and the evolution of the title from assistant to associate. Towards that end, we also recognize that medicine, including the PA profession, is regulated at the state level. And currently, all of the states still in regulation and legislation still refer to PAs as physician assistants. And we are monitoring, like the rest of the profession, any changes that occur at the state level. To be prepared for any changes that occur at the state level and to ensure that there is no disconnect between NCCPA's title of the profession and the state's title of the profession when they confer licensure and the regulations that govern practice, we have taken this step to publicly acknowledge the interchangeability of the term PA, physician assistant, and physician associate, so that as this takes its transition and the title changes at the state level, which AAPA and others have acknowledged is going to take a little bit of time, we're all on board with that evolution and that transition. So that a PA who's graduated from a PA program that is physician assistant is not viewed differently than one who graduates from a school that is physician associate. As the national certifying body, we're meeting the needs of PAs in all 50 states. And in the states move according to their own speed, their own pace in terms of changing the title. And so we want to be able to be assistive to PAs in their quest for licensure. We do not want NCCPA board certification to be a barrier because of a, a technicality and a change or a difference in one title versus another title. So there are a lot of moving parts. And so in order to be as supportive and helpful as possible, NCCPA has made this decision to publicly state the interchangeability of these terms so that there's no disconnect and, and misinterpretation of what physician assistant, PA, physician associate means and misinterpretations or superimposing a difference between those titles when there really is not a difference between what those titles mean. Yeah. And so can PA start using the physician associate title and does that impact you know, how they're viewed both by NCCPA or, or by their state? Well, it's really, that is a very, very important question. And PA medicine is regulated at the state level. And I think AAPA and others have laid clear and we are fully in support of the requirement for PAs to title themselves consistent with how they are regulated and titled at the state level. So all of this is to say, if the state still calls you a PA physician assistant, then you have to call yourself PA physician assistant because you do not want to have any disconnect between the title that you're utilizing uh, independently versus what your license is stating. And so we, I think we've all been uh, cautioned to be very attentive to what the state uh, legislation and regulations are saying or, or outlining rather as it relates to the title of the profession and what title you should use. We appreciate the desire of individuals to use the title physician associate. And I don't think there's much disagreement that that is probably a more accurate title for how we practice today. But we, we do want to help PAs to be really clear that you have to be consistent with how you're titled at the state level. 
And, and speaking of that, how does it impact our organization's name as in CCPA? Is physician assistant, you know, as it currently stands, that's what PA stands for in our organization's title. And, and why is that? And, and when will that change? Well, our articles of incorporation uh, list us as the National Commission on Certification of Physician Assistants. That is our official title. Uh, between all of us in the profession, we've always been referred to as NCCPA. And so we are not in the process today of changing the name of the title of the organization yet because we have to let the states take the lead in how they're utilizing our credential and, and titling our credential. And currently, NCCPA spelled out is included in a lot of uh, states' regulations. And so, again, don't want there to be a discrepancy. So we have to take a back seat in terms of the title of our organization following how states continue to evolve before we can take the bold move and change the title of our organization. Unlike a membership organization, a certifying body is held to a little different standard and we hold a little different requirements at the state level or expectations at the state level. And so we don't want as an organization to be a barrier to anyone's practice. And if there's discrepancy in title of the organization or title in the credential that we confer, those administrative or bureaucratic discrepancies could prevent PAs or slow down PAs licensure process. And we do not want that to happen. Well, uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. You know, I just hope that all certified PAs out there can recognize what a great thing it is to have someone of your breadth of experience in the profession at the helm of their certifying body, of their certifying organization, because you can bring all of your years of educational and clinician experience to something like this in in an industry changing way uh, and explain it clearly so that all those clinicians and educators for that matter in the PA profession can better understand it. So thank you so much for your time. It's always just such a fun and dynamic conversation and you definitely were the expert here. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thank you, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. PAs and PA students out there listening, if you have any questions about the board certification terminology or the title change, we invite you to visit our website. We have more information and some FAQs out there. Just go to nccpa.net, click on news at the top, and scroll to the announcement to read more. Or you can always reach out to our staff here at NCCPA. Call us at 678-417-8100, or there's a new texting feature, 678-417-8101, or even email us at nccpa at nccpa.net. We have a great team of information service specialists who will be happy to assist you and answer your questions. Thanks for joining us again on this episode of PA Insights with NCCPA. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at NCCPA CERT, on Instagram at NCCPA underscore CERT, and on Facebook and LinkedIn, where you'll find us under the National Commission on Certification of Physician Assistants. Also, if you like this podcast and want to make sure you don't miss an episode, please subscribe to us. This has been PA Insights with NCCPA. We'll see you next time. Thank you.